Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, happy Thursday. It is time to dive into the profile lines. So what are the profile lines? First of all, grab your chart. On the left-hand side, it will say profile lines. Here, there are two numbers. These two numbers represent your path and personality. The first digit represents the conscious personality, which is the right side of the body graph. There's numbers that are in black. That are, those are all your conscious numbers. Those are all traits that you most likely connect with. On the left-hand side, it's red. The numbers are all red. Those are your unconscious traits. Those are personality traits that you may not connect with or others may see in you. So the first digit represents the conscious personality traits, and the second represents the unconscious personality traits. Each profile combination represents a unique set of qualities and challenges that you experience throughout your life. I am going to go into each one of the lines for you so that you can look at your chart and connect with the energy of these lines. And maybe you have someone else's chart, your child's chart, maybe your partner's chart so that you can learn about them as well. So definitely take notes if you want. Line one is called the investigator. This line is focused on bringing change and improvement to the world around them. But to do that, it's important for you like to dive in and study and investigate and learn all the things. The investigator needs to be true to yourself and your ideals in order to avoid being conditioned by others' opinions or expectations. So for you to go into your line one, it's all about studying, diving deep into things, investigating things, before you feel comfortable enough to bring it out into the world. It's a foundational line and it is all about learning. One of the struggles here is sometimes you can get caught up in the learning and never bring it out into the world. So if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or a conscious leader or wanting to start a business and you're in the investigator stage, ask yourself, am I doing this so that I feel like I know enough to bring it out into the world? And how long have I been doing this? Am I keeping myself stuck here because of fear? Do I truly know enough? So the investigator, the line one is a foundational line, 
likes to study, likes to know all the things before you bring it out into the world or talk about it. Line two is the hermit. This line is focused on deep introspection and personal growth. The hermit needs to prioritize their own needs and their inner guidance in order to avoid being conditioned by others and their demands. The hermit likes to be alone. The hermit likes to hide away, integrate, digest things on a personal level before coming out into the world and talking about it or bringing out into the world in their business. A lot of the times with the hermit, while they're hermiting away, people will call on them to come on out. And that is the time for you to know if you're aligned too. That is time for you to come out to play to work, to reconnect to people. It is very important for you to have your alone time though. I am a two line. And for so many years, I was living in my four line, which is all about external connection, networking. And I wasn't connecting with the two line at all. And now that I know that I'm a two line, I give myself permission to have alone time. I give myself permission to do nothing but journaling or reflecting. And I give myself permission to not always be doing and needing to rest. Sometimes I enjoy my alone time too much. So there is a balance here with this line of alone time and connection. The third line is the martyr. This line is focused on taking risks and making bold moves in order to make change and progress. The martyr is all about trial and error. So those with the third line, you really are here to try things out, to see how things work. And not to make a judgment or a belief about yourself if something doesn't work. I have talked with so many of my clients that have three lines, because we all do have three lines Within the chart, you will notice there's that decimal point and then there's a number. Those are all the representation of the lines. So we all have all the lines. However, in the profile for the three lines, the trial and error can be very difficult, especially as a child and you're trying to figure things out and you're trying to understand things and nothing is working. So then some of the clients I've worked with have made these beliefs that I'm just not going to try anymore because nothing ever works or everything I try, nothing is working. And they make it a belief about their value and who they are rather than understanding that that is actually how they're here to learn. And once they see that something doesn't work, you let it go. You let people know, hey, that doesn't work. So you're here to try things out and experiment with things and then let people know what works and what doesn't. It's not a judgment about you not being valued or you not making things work the first time. It's about, let's try this out. Let's see if this works. If it does, great. If it doesn't, great. There's no belief. Then there's the line four, which I mentioned previously. The line four is the opportunist networker. So this line is focused on building connections and making the most out of opportunities. So if you have a fourth line, the opportunities that come to you in business, the opportunities that come to you in life 
will be through the network of your people that you are connected with. I mentioned in the previous podcast that I did not trust people and I was basically a loner. I mean, I had friends, but I kept them at, kept them at arm's length and I didn't trust anyone. And I definitely didn't have any support from anyone. I did everything by myself. So can you see here, if I am a 2-4, the hermit, and then the opportunist, how I could have and did struggle. I was caught up in the four line and external, but I wasn't letting myself receive support and connection through the external. I was making sure that I did everything myself. So connecting to these two has given me the opportunity and the awareness to have my alone time, but also go and connect with people, have fun, um, you have community. I love community and connection and community. I love that supporting one another. Whereas before I was really closed off. So as a four line, a lot of the opportunities come through your network. So are you networking? And what I mean by networking, it doesn't mean like you're going to networking events. I mean, it could, but it also means going to yoga studios, connecting with people that you, um, that you have like values with, connecting with people in your community that love to be active, connecting with people that are like-minded. It's about community. So networking is more so, am I out in the community? Am I doing the things that I love? I can give you an example. Yoga was the first place I felt supported and I had a yoga community that I loved and there was so much growth within that community because I was supported and I was valued and I was seen and I was able to do the work with no judgment. And then I went to a health coaching school and the community supported me and saw and believed in me more than I believed in myself, which made me then trust myself and take actions and put myself out into the world. And that is actually where I even met my business partner and my closest friend, Annalena. We have the Aligned Living Academy and we met through a community and we have learned because she is a two, four as well, that when we work with people or even when our clients come to us, it is through communities that we are a part of or through connections or referrals. So if you have a four line, it's very important to connect to that. Ask yourself, am I, am I out in the community? And am I using this four line in a way that is supporting me? Now, I do want to say too, it's not forcing yourself. It's not like, okay, I know I'm a four line, so I'm going to make sure I'm going to network and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make sure I do five networks a, a month and it has to come from being of service. The four line in the gene keys. So the gene keys and human design go together. They correlate. They, they work together. So the four line in the gene keys is about love. It's about service. And the four line in human design is about community, connection, and network. So you can see how those go together. So it's networking through love, connection through love, not through expectation, not through goals, not through driven, it's through love. So if you have those combined, 
that's where you will receive the most support in a loving way that is not forced, that feels good to you. The fifth line, this line focuses on questioning the status quo, challenging conventional wisdom. And it's also about trusting their own insights and avoiding being conditioned. The fifth line has an interesting energy because it is in the projection field. And that's why the conditioning part is so important here. So the fifth line is about questioning. It is about people often see the fifth line as the savior. And the reason that is, is because when I talk about the projection field, people will look at the fifth line. And if you have a fifth line in your profile, they will look at you like you understand them, you know them, that you can help save them. And the reason that they feel like you know them is because they're projecting themselves onto you, thinking that you are them, their emotions, their feelings. So again, that's I know it's hard to understand, but let's say a person is there and they see in you the things that they need the most support on. They see in you what they need to work on or want to work on so badly. But really, they're projecting those things onto them, onto you, and thinking that you know them and that you can support them, but really it's their own projection. They don't even see you at all. I hope that makes sense. And if it doesn't, definitely write me. The fifth line is kind of hard to understand at times, but think of it as projection onto you. They see themselves in you rather than who you truly are. So a lot of fifth lines actually have a hard time with feeling like they're not seen. They're not understood that people don't see them. And it's because people are projecting themselves onto them that they don't see them. So it's very important for the fifth line to really follow strategy to really follow authority so that they don't get wrapped up in the conditioning of what other people see in them and they stay grounded into who you are, which is really the visionary. You really do, um, you're here to support and create that bigger vision. You are the visionary. You are here to challenge. You are here to question. But knowing who you are is the most important so that you don't reflect that projection field. Now the sixth line is the role model. This line is focused on being a beacon of inspiration and leadership to others. Now this sixth line has three different phases of life. The sixth line from birth to Saturn return, which is between 28 and 32, is all of, it acts as a third line. So trial and error, right? Because I mentioned the third line's trial and error. So these people with the sixth line act as if they're trying things out, they're living like, they're experimenting with life, they're just being, they're expressing, they're being, they're experimenting, they're doing all the things. Then after Saturn return, up until Chiron return, which can be 48 to 52, You're healing from all the experimenting, all of the things that you did in your earlier years. So now you sit back, you reflect, 
you heal, you make decisions or become aware of what choices you made, what you're learning from these choices. You observe everyone. And this is called up on the roof. And then after Chiron between 48 and 52, you emerge off the roofs. The problem here is some people, especially if you are 6'2", um, you like being on the roof. You don't want to be this role model. You like kind of sitting back and observing everybody. But you actually are here to be that role model and to see that bigger vision and to help support humanity evolve and to help support others as a teacher. So the sixth line has a longer time in fulfilling their purpose. So if you're a sixth line, don't get discouraged <laughs> because you're the role model. You're here. You get to do all the things. Honestly, you get to experiment and fun and live life. And then you get to heal and hermit up on the roof, you know, observe everybody, make decisions about your life, heal those things that you wish you didn't do, make those more aligned decisions. And then you get to be that role model where you just get to be and people come to you for support. Now that we've gone over all of the six lines, I'm going to give you an exercise or a reflection or something to put into practice because I am all about embodiment. It's not about the information. It's about the awareness and the practice and the embodiment over and over again. So the, for the first line, consider what changes you would like to see in the world and how you can contribute to making them happen. So reflect on your own ideals and values, okay? And be honest about how much of your behavior is driven by conditioning rather than your authentic self. As for line one. Now line two, let's take time for introspection and reflection, hermiting away. Consider what brings you to true fulfillment and satisfaction. And what you might be sacrificing in order to please others or to meet others' expectations. Maybe even go into identifying any patterns of where you self-sacrifice or self-neglect and explore ways to prioritize your own needs. Line three, identify what risks you have taken in your life and what motivates you to take them. Consider how your unique approach to success might differ from others' expectations and reflect on any areas where you might be playing it safe or conforming to other ideas of success. Line four, networking, opportunist. Reflect on the connections you have made in your life and the opportunities they have provided you. So consider how you can use your intuition to identify and pursue opportunities that align with your authentic self rather than following others. But remember, not planning is from the heart. It's from the excitement. So if you haven't been doing a lot of the human design work here, strategy authority is so important. Prioritize that. And don't make a plan or a goal, but feel into it and what excites you, what inspires you, what makes you feel good. With all of these lines, it's about what inspires you and makes you feel good, not planning or goal setting. Line five, 
Consider areas where you have questioned conventional wisdom and reflect on what motivates you to do so. And then trust your own insights. Follow your strategy and authority so that you're not being projected on. Or notice when people are projecting things onto you, but don't do it in a way that's of, of judgment or of anger. Do it as a reflection. Wow, that person just projected all of their stuff on me. It has nothing to do with me. They see me as this person that can be their savior, but the, really they're only seeing their own struggles as a mere reflection. And then line six, consider areas where you have served as a leader or an inspiration for others. And if you're up on the roof and you're in that midlife, reflect, take time, become aware of your reactions in the past, heal your from your experiences, reflect on your experiences. What do those experiences teach you? And then once you're able to work on that, then you're able to move into the role model phase after the Chiron. We have had so many people asked that were six lines that said they didn't feel like I'm in that role model stage or phase. And it's because they're not, even though the Chiron return has come. If you haven't done the reflection and the healing and the deconditioning, you can't step into that phase. You have to do that. So if you're a six line and you're in past Chiron return, but don't connect with it, Ask yourself, where do you need deconditioning? Where do you need to connect to your authentic self? How can you do that? And if you're in that phase, wonderful. You have a head start. And if you're just experimenting, wonderful as well, because now you're aware. I hope some of this information has been insightful. I hope you took notes. If you have any questions, always reach out to me. You can email me. You can go to my website and contact me. You can find me on Instagram. You can DM me. You know, I have that fourth line. It's all about love and service. Um, and I love to work with people going deeper into things as well. So if you are looking to go deeper and you want to know more, look me up, let's schedule um, a 15 minute clarity call and we can see how we can work together. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.